Hello, this is Brian Boteller, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Rescue Mission podcast. A common thing that we cover on this podcast is how the mission is not just another shelter. What does that mean? It means that here at the mission, we want to make homelessness something to escape from, not just be less miserable in. Our goal is that no matter how long one of our residents stays here, they leave changed. Today, we have a special guest interviewer, Farah Guthrie, the woman's coordinator at the Grants Pass Mission. She speaks with Celia, a resident who left just after 30 days, but whose outlook on her life changed completely. Listen in on their conversation. I am sitting here with Celia Bridges. Uh, She's been a resident for the past 30 days, and she's gonna be departing tomorrow to go back home. And I just thought she had such a great story that I wanted to make sure everyone got to hear it. So uh, she's just been such a blessing to us in the house, and we're all going to truly miss her. Uh, 30 days can go by so quick, and yet can be life-changing. So I just thought she would introduce herself and tell us uh, what brought her to the mission. My name is Celia Bridges, yes. Uh, What brought me to the mission? Uh, I got in a little trouble about 15 years ago. Um, Went through divorce, my children were young. Uh, Long story short, I got two DUIs in one month and I had not drank for a very long time, many years. Got two DUIs, so I left. I'd been gone, I'd been gone for 15 years. I came back, lived in Coos Bay, born and raised there. Then I realized I had two warrants for my arrest here in Grants Pass, and they said to come and put myself on the docket and we'll go from there. Well, they gave me 40 days in jail, or I could do community service, in which they could not transfer it to my county. So I was willing to sleep in a tent. Well, started calling around and there was this place called The Mission. And I thought, well, yeah, that sounds wonderful. Uh, yeah, all, she does her chores. Uh, we'll have a bed for her to stay as long as she does her chores and goes by the rules. Uh, she's going to have a place to stay. And I thought, wonderful. So that's how I ended up at the mission, so I could get my community service work done. Okay, what was your life like before you came to the mission? So what did your everyday look like? Well, my everyday looked like I actually moved back about six months ago to Oregon from Kentucky, uh, and I was uh, drinking too much and just was in a really bad relationship. So I hadn't been here very long before. I just wanted to take care of what I needed to take care of, and which was the warrants. And uh, I was basically at a stalemate with my life, not really knowing what to do. So how has your life changed, or how is your life different since you've been here? Well, a lot of things are different. Uh, For one, I have become a lot more humble as far as uh, seeing people as they are, women, especially uh, women that have no homes, uh, women with children. Um, it's, It's just a real sad thing that's going on. And um, 
Also, I had not gone to church for so many years. I had not gotten in contact with God in a long time. I went to church and I bawled like a baby, and I think I think that that was the highlight of my whole stay here is uh, getting in contact with God again. Okay, so what do you think will be different about your life when you get home? I am definitely going to keep my personal relationship with the Lord by finding a church. I really need to go to church. I didn't think I would have to. You don't have to go to church. That's what everybody says. But yeah, I do. I need people in my life that relate to me and Jesus. Is there anything about your experience that you would like to share that we didn't cover? I I just think that um, coming here has brought me to a real reality where there is still rules. There are things that you need to do uh, and that just the fact that people love me. I've been around uh, people that just, they, they say they love you and they're your friends, but they're really not. And I just felt so much love here at the mission and forgiveness when I've done something wrong and true forgiveness, which is not held against you. And it's just, it was beautiful to me. So you and I have had a conversation that you've mentioned, you don't want a head change anymore. What does that mean? Well, when I was in Kentucky, um, marijuana was illegal in Kentucky. And so when I came here, um, well, there was uh, all kinds of marijuana shops and everything, so I started smoking marijuana with a family member, and you could just go and buy it, and and I thought, oh, you know, and so I, I have an addictive personality, and then I thought, and then when I, so since I've been here, it's like, no, I don't really want that head change. I don't, I, I like me. I like who I am right now. I don't want to get high to feel like someone else or act like someone else. That's great news. You and I also talked about the possibility of gaining employment because you receive Social Security income. And you have worked your tail off doing community service. I, could you tell me a little a bit about what they have you do every day? Because you walk through that door and you are so exhausted, but you still pick up any chore that your name is listed under. And you will still grab a mop. You will still serve dinner. You will still clean up. And so many times we've had to say, Celia, go rest. Go sit down. What are some of the things that they had you do? while you were working community service every day for the past 30 days? Oh, I've done just a little bit of everything. Uh, a, a lot of weed eating, sore muscles, very sore muscles, uh, cleaning up the dog shelter, uh, feeding the animals and, and cleaning their beds. And uh, also today we went weed eating for the um, a place that grows food for the food pantry. And I thought that that was just a beautiful thing. You just feel good that you're giving something to the community. And a lot of weed eating there. Um, I have been on the work crew for picking up trash along the highways and, and part of the county. And um, 
it, it was just that was one thing that taught me that, you know what, I want to go back to work. I don't want to be uh, this person that's diagnosed with bipolar and all this stuff. And, you know, like I can work. It showed me that I can work and I want to work. I want to go clean the streets up in Cuspe. I'm going to buy me a stick that picks up trash. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I swear. I got to call the city. <laughs> yeah. So, is there anything about the mission that you didn't like that you would like to see change here? Um. Uh, well, it's always hurtful. I don't see anything that I didn't like, but being a person, a resident at the mission, it's very hurtful, painful to see people they've got to leave because they don't go by the rules, they can't go by the rules, and I think that that's really the only thing that bothered me is getting close to people and then, boom, they're out, but you know, it also taught me that there's responsibilities and they didn't go by them, and I sure am glad I did. Is there anything you would like to say to others who are facing what you had to accomplish or do you have any advice for them who's maybe sitting at home saying, I think I have a warrant or I have to do community service, Ooh. anything? Well, at first, you know, I wanted to procrastinate, so I waited for at least two months and then I decided I, I don't want to drive around in my pickup and I'll have to look over my shoulder and wonder when they're going to pick me up. I'd rather just do it on my own. Do it on your own. If you've got one, take care of it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, there's that fear factor, but take care of it. I mean, it. I feel good today. It's my last day of community service work. Yeah, girl, go do it. Yes, I just say get it done. Well, as we both know, there's not going to be a dry eye in the house tomorrow because we are all devastated that you're leaving. Uh, I would love for you to stay longer. I even Aww. asked you uh, if we bought your bus ticket, would you stay and yes. maybe pay off your fines? So uh, I wish you would take us up on that opportunity, but I know that you're motivated to go home and uh, be with your son and be a great influence mm -hmm. for him to motivate him yes. and also you said that you're going to ask your sister-in-law if she wants to attend yes. church with you so mm -hmm. I believe your experience here is part of your journey home and I believe the Lord wanted to reach areas in your town yeah. that only you could access and so he wants to send that light back for you to and I could not have gotten this sleeping in a tent doing community service work. <laughs> so we thank you so much for... And I thank you, Farah. I love you, Farah. Thank you. So I'm, I'm, I know we've got a team here praying for you. I know Cliff and Rebecca, the volunteers yes. that come in and teach chapel. On Monday nights, they're going to help find you a church yes. to plug yep. into. And uh, just know that you have a team... Yes. Uh, supporting you and we're gonna follow up on you we're gonna okay. come find you and make sure you're That's staying right. on track and just come back <laughs> and yes come back definitely mm -hmm. um but on a better note no yes. community service Absolutely. but just a visit That's right. so thank you so much Celia thank you. 
And there you have it, another episode of the Grants Pass Gospel Rescue Mission Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and uh, we sure enjoy you, you spending your time with us. Please, if you think about this and it brings somebody to mind, share it with them. You can share us on Facebook. You can share us on Twitter. You can share us via email. Um, check us out at grantspassmission.org. Tell a friend, and uh, thanks again for your time. 